So how can we possibly pin it down and say for sure what happened 16 billion years ago? Come on. You have to be very religious and dogmatic to believe that. Welcome to the Ideas That Change the World podcast with Rabbi Manus Friedman, where we make sure your life will be changed for the better, one idea at a time. Rabbi Friedman is the number one voice of clarity on moral and social issues. So what are we waiting for? Let's go change the world. So how can we possibly pin it down and say for sure what happened 16 billion years ago? Come on. You have to be very religious and dogmatic to believe that. I want to give you a, little, a good example. Listen to this story. There was this kid in our, in our, in our city in, in St. Paul. He was hit by a truck. And he was declared brain dead at the hospital. The father said, well, they wanted to take him off of uh, life support. And the father didn't want him to be taken off of life support. The doctor said, but he's brain dead. And the father said, how do you know? How do you know that his brain is not active anymore? And the doctor said, well, we have this uh, machine that measures brain waves, and it's flat. So the father said to the doctor, how old is this machine? When was it invented? And he told him. So the father said, 10 years from now, will they have a better, more sensitive machine than the one we have now? And the doctor said, yeah, probably. So the father said, so you mean the new machine that they're going to develop will pick up more subtle brain waves that this machine can't pick up? And the doctor said, maybe. So the father said, you're declaring my son dead because you have old-fashioned equipment? So you see, in science... There's always going to be an improvement. There's always going to be new discoveries. When the scientist says the world is 16 billion years old, he's talking like, an, like a historian or he's talking like a religion. He should say, honestly, the world appears 16 billion years aged. How long it's been sitting there, I have no idea. I'm not a historian. That's real science. But what uh, people get into should be called scientism. The belief in science. And that's kind of weird. Because it's not religion and it's not science. It's not logical and it's not true. It's just dogmatic. So if you talk to a really honest scientist, he would never say, man evolved from a monkey. That's not even a scientific um, statement. There is some evidence of, a, of an evolutionary process. It's not for sure. 
And if somebody comes up with a better theory, everybody would be happy with it. So if you're talking scientific, you have to be open-minded, not dogmatic. Otherwise, you're not really a scientist. But if you're religious, you don't need to be open-minded? No. You say confidently that the world was created 5,778 years ago, that also seems... Unless you can't create or something. Alright, I guess so. Alright. Yeah. So, the, the way it is today, for most human beings in the world, like 80% of all human beings, if you ask where did the world come from, they will say a creator created it. That's the answer as far as we know so far. Science hasn't replaced that. It has come up with a possible theory. But to say science has proven or science has disproven, it's not correct. Science is a process. If you stop the process and say we, we have the final answer, then you're no longer a scientist. You're using your, your faith in, um, in a place where you should be using your logic. So, can you imagine uh, the contradiction, <laughs> the obvious contradiction, when somebody says, um, you're keeping kosher? But that's ridiculous. These laws were written 3,000 years ago. A lot has changed in 3,000 years. You can't possibly know what happened back then. But then you talk to the scientist and says, you want to know what happened 16 billion years ago? I'll tell you exactly what happened. How is that? We're not sure what happened 3,000 years ago, but we're sure what happened billions of years ago? Come on, that's silly. That's not logical at all. So, if a guy is 45 years old and he's telling you what happened 16 billion years ago, I mean, you've got to take it with a little grain of salt. You can't be so religious about it. You can't take it so literally. So, again, is there a conflict? There's no conflict. Science is trying to figure out where the world came from and how and when. So, try. Figure it out. You have a good theory? That's nice. It doesn't contradict what the Torah says. I didn't hear you. There's, there can't be a contradiction when somebody says, I put the desk here, and another person says, but it could have gotten here some other way. Yes, it could have. So what's, so what's the problem? Where's the contradiction? My, my question, over, I'm just trying to understand Yeah. point, is that because the theory can and is constantly improving, that therefore it can't be perfect, unlike the Torah, which has not, and of course, apparently does not need to be improved. I'm sorry, you're not talking into the microphone. 
It can't be perfect? Because science keeps improving, right. it perfect. So what you're saying is that the, the Torah is already perfect because it already has what's there and is not improving. That's right. That's right. That's right. So in the improvement, you can either be going more towards the same conclusion as Torah, or you could be going to some other opposite conclusion. But you got to wait and see. You can't say there's already a conflict when the theory is still in the process. So what's, what's, what is the problem with being a scientist and believing in God? And by the way, most scientists do believe in God. So there really is no conflict. And it is certainly not a logical thing to say, I am not going to practice Jewish law because of science. To serve God, as we've been doing for thousands of years, is not discarded simply because there's a theory. struggling very much with a lot of the things that you're saying. I want to take, I want to... It sounds like the assumption is that the Torah is true, when you have to look at both sides and check to see if they're true. But there's, but since we're comparing them to one another, you can't just say that science is wrong because the Torah says otherwise. You can also say that the Torah is wrong because science is otherwise. You need something else to compare to, otherwise this entire argument is pointless because it's stating what's already known. But I'm not saying what's right. I didn't say Torah was right and science is wrong. Let me try this again. The Torah claims, the Torah claims to be the final word. Science does not claim to be the final word. So there's no conflict. Now, if you want to find evidence for the truth of the Torah, that's fine. So you're starting with a conclusion, and you're trying to find some evidence. With science, you're starting with a theory and trying to find evidence for the theory. It's just a different approach. Which one is true? In the end, science is going to discover the truth of the Torah. Uh, just a correction here. It isn't a, uh, what, what, a theory. It's not a theory. It's a observation. It's what we're seeing and then trying to prove what we see versus the Torah, which is um, having something that's stated and trying to see what's actually out there and trying to see how that's true. I think you just contradicted yourself. Science is, say again, what is science? An well, observation? Science is an observation. Of, of what? Of everything around us. It's an understanding of the universe. It's us trying to understand the world around us. Meanwhile, the Torah is an explanation for the Torah around us. Meanwhile, we're trying to figure out why that's the case. We're trying to figure out why, what, why the Torah is... Why the Torah is right and how we can line up our two thoughts up. Trying to line up what we have saying it's true and what's logically concluded. So what do you mean that science is an observation? Can you explain that a little bit? 
Science is us observing the world around us so we can better understand it. It's always improving because our observations are getting better and our knowledge about the universe is also growing with our observations. Right. Okay. So, the observation is you see what is and you're trying to figure out where it came from or how it happened. Yes. Okay. And in that process, you will discover more and more to explain the fact after the fact. Once it exists, we're trying to understand what it is. The Torah is telling you why it exists and what it exists for. When these two things come together, then we will have absolute truth. So again, I don't see where there can be a conflict between the two. It's just two directions. Well, it does say certain things in the Torah and the story of creation that you know, it doesn't seem to line up with what, with what we're observing. With dinosaur footprints, you know, million, coming, coming millions of years before any human footprints. What's, what, where's the conflict? Or, or it seems it seems that, that they came so many layers earlier when you know, it was a day before. 